0: Welcome to episode five of What's the Line. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, 2020. Today, we're going to do our uh, our normal NFL review. We're going to go over week 14 and those games, um, some crazy games, some crazy bets that we got to tell you about, especially Ben's. Um, we're going to go over our bets after the review. Uh, we're going to talk some college football and um, what might happen this weekend, what implications those games might have, and um, where some teams are going to sit. Uh, We're going to preview the NFL games for next week, and then, as I mentioned last week, Ben and I are going to go through a little trivia. I'm going to quiz him on uh, NFC players and where they went to college, and he's going to do the same to me with AFC, since I'm a Steelers fan and he's a Vikings fan. Um, Without further ado, giddy up.
1: This is Ben. Welcome to episode five of What's the Line? Uh, me and Ryan are going to kick it off. Uh, both had some interesting bets from this last weekend. Um, hard and high rollers uh, did not do well. We went two and three this week, uh, which was pretty, pretty deflating. So you had, a, so you had a, a one and three
0: Sunday after the Thursday night win? Yeah,
1: That's got tough. the Thursday night win and went uh, one and three. Uh, well, actually, we went one and two on Sunday because uh, Monday night we had the Browns. No way! Yeah.
0: So that cover at the end fucked you. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. We had Browns plus one, oh. so uh, so we got beat on that, and uh, it was uh, when you win that Thursday night game, it always feels great because yeah. it feels like you you've got like some momentum, and that was. The Rams beating the Patriots was like the easiest cover I've yeah. had all year. The it was, cold
0: doesn't seem as cold, you know. Every there was day just is a little better. No
1: stress at all in that game if you had the Rams. <sighs> yeah. They got up and you just it was like a guaranteed victory. So The Rams D, man. Yeah. Rams D's been good all year. And the last last
0: two weeks we've seen Cam Newton not play the best games, but somehow the Patriots have had some pretty uh um dis, um not the not like they haven't scored, like, a ton of points. Cam hasn't played great, but they haven't been – they've been squeaking out a lot of points, and they've been winning games. But then you run into the Rams' D, and um, they're kind of clicking on all cylinders right now.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, Cam Akers has got it going now too. Yeah, um, he's been really well. I think the Rams are a uh, a serious NFC contender. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I, I, It would not surprise me at all one bit to look up, see the Rams, you know, continue to stay on this hot streak and come out of the NFC – um, there's just no one over on that side. That's just a lock to yeah. come out of there. I um, got
0: two future. I got two futures bets on the Rams too. I got over nine wins, which is boom. And then I got uh them to win the division. So okay, yeah, that'd those. be
1: a good one. What would you get that at? Do you
0: remember? Um, I'd have to look at. I think I got. I got it before the season. I think I got Rams at plus five hundred to oh, win wow. the division. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty pumped about that.
1: Um. Yeah, other uh, other than Rams on Thursday night, only other victory this week of my five um, was all over the Colts to beat the Raiders there at home. Mm. I'm sorry, to beat the Raiders in Las Vegas. Yeah, um, yeah. Colts won that one 44-27, but uh, got smoked, had the Texans um, over the Bears. Oh, my God. The uh, Bears won 36-7, so got smoked on that one. Also got smoked. Uh, I've been riding this Jets train of the Jets covering yeah. uh, some of yeah. these really big point totals. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I got the Jets at uh plus 13 and a half. By the time the game kicked off, it was plus 16. Oh. So uh and it didn't even cover that. They they got beat 40 to 3, so You know,
0: uh, you didn't get a good line when it moves that much.
1: Got smoked on those two and then of course the Monday night game uh was pretty maddening mm-hmm. considering I had the Browns and uh
0: I didn't have a bet and it was really fun to watch you know yeah so if I didn't have
1: anything it was really nice but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh so that was my NFL not a great week in the NFL on uh on those five but uh I do have a pretty interesting story with a uh, parlay on college yeah. football yeah yeah tell Saturday. the people tell the people so I um I put together a parlay a three team parlay and it was Alabama and I adjusted the point spread down to minus twenty one. Um, they won by 51. So that was the first leg of it. And I got that one easy. The second leg was army's money line mm-hmm. over Navy, which I knew was going to be a stressful game. But you kind of sweated. Yeah. Sweating that one the whole time. And, and I, I knew that was going to be the most stressful part of my parlay. Yep. The third leg was Florida's money line um, over no. LSU. <laughs> um, and this, this story doesn't end the way you think it does. So, um, <laughs> So in, in this, by the way, the, these three games that I'm thinking, you know, is a is a pretty easy parlay, mm-hmm. um, pays me minus 120, so almost even money. So Saturday morning when I put this together, I just say screw it, and I put my my whole DraftKings sportsbook balance on it, yes. which is about 380 bucks. Good, and it's going to pay me <laughs> uh, like 750. Beautiful. So uh, win the Alabama game easy. I sweat it out a little bit on that Army Navy game. Yep. Um, but then Army ends up pulling away, so I win that. So I think the bet's just over because I'm thinking there's no way that Florida's going to lose yeah, yeah. to LSU. Well, I'm watching the game, and it's a close game. Kyle Pitts did too. Yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, halftime, LSU's up a touchdown, and uh, DraftKings is going to let me cash out this parlay for like 50. You, know, It was like they're going to let me cash it out for like I, I put in like 375 they're gonna let me cash it out for like four twenty-five, so for a gain of fifty bucks, and I'm thinking, no, I'm gonna let it ride because, um, mm-hmm. I, I at that point I still thought Florida would come out in the second half and, yeah. Yeah. and they might win by three touchdowns. Well, the game just keeps going on and on and on, and Florida is not is is like not pulling away or, or it's you know they're they're just trading punches with LSU. So at the very end of the game, um, they give me another cash out option. And they're going to let me cash out this parlay for exactly what I put into it for three seventy five. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm doing it. I'm
0: like, How long did I'm you done. think about it? Did you do? Did you immediately as, just pull the trigger? Or did as you soon as it?
1: I looked into the app and I saw that they were going to let me cash it out for even money, yeah. I immediately did it. Yeah. About ninety seconds after I hit the cash out button was the third down play <laughs> where the Florida player picks up the shoe and throws it twenty yards. <laughs> yep. And if. I would have broken the TV, broken every window. You would
0: have, with the throw, you would have... You know your bet would have lost if you just watched
1: that. So I was so lucky because I cashed that out. And as (laughs) soon as I cashed it out, just the floodgates opened in that game. There was the... The, uh, the penalty there on third down, the kid draining like a, what was it, like a 59 yard yep. field
0: goal? Something. It was long. Bears f- the field goal. F- over 55, I think.
1: And, and then Florida gets the ball, marches down the field, and then they miss the field goal. Yep. So um, <laughs> I've. Even though I didn't win any money, I just got my money back. I felt so good. Did
0: you at least enjoy the end of the game? Since you cashed out, you know. Oh you yeah, because once that? I okay. cashed it out, yeah, then yeah. I just
1: started rooting for LSU. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that okay. I because then
1: I would be validated that I made the right decision. Yes. So good. that would have been one of those like bad beats that I would have talked about for the rest of my life. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, I avoided it somehow. Uh, I got a very generous offer from the DraftKings sportsbook. <laughs> so uh, that was my weekend.
0: So I did uh so remember when I, when I hit the, uh, the 12 team parlay and I was like, okay, I got beginner's luck. I'm just going to do something new every week and get beginner's luck. Right. So I did, uh, what kind of what you do with uh college football just there. I did, um, I did, I just did one parlay. I did a six team alternate spread. And to be honest with you. The, the Giants – I mean, not the Giants. Yeah, the Giants killed me. They really did. Like the Giants ruined it for me. But if the Giants didn't win it for me, the only, the only other game that I lost was the Vikings game. I adjusted it to mm. plus 11 and a half. Mm. And, <laughs> and if um, – um, what's his name? What's your kicker? Bailey. Um, yeah, if Dan Bailey makes any of those kicks, I win that. He's missed seven in the last two weeks. Seven kicks. Yep. And he's still your kicker, mm-hmm. so I expected, fully expected to see um, Monday that he was going to be gone. But somehow, I don't know, man. He's he's been a great kicker in the past. I guess they're going to hold on to him. But that's what mess. But I uh, I also uh, in the Cowboys Bengals game. We'll talk about that here in a second. But everything was going the Cowboys way. Um, I waited till the. Bengals got the ball every time the opposite team has a the ball they adjust the line a good amount so I waited for the Bengals side of the ball and I got the Cowboys in play at 10 and a half
1: Ooh, the in play yeah I got the okay. in
0: play and uh, oh the other one I did was um, the Saints Eagles game down Saints are down 17 at half the money line for the Saints in game at halftime was um, plus 310 plus 320 and I was like you know what I'll throw some bucks on this because uh, and I knew they're going to come back and uh didn't end up winning it, but um um I don't know, I just kinda had a feeling about that. I didn't think they were I didn't think Sean Payton was gonna go they down that interesting, bad. Yeah. They did, they did. And um we'll talk about that game in a little bit. I was really impressed by the Eagles and with um how Peterson uh coached that game. But um yeah, those are mine. So uh didn't win the parlay. Um won an in game and uh, so pretty much uh one for three on the weekend. Um kinda a little more relaxing. I uh just kind of enjoyed uh, watching instead of, you know, flipping back and forth to bets. But uh, I still uh, I still enjoyed watching my parlay, you know, the games hit. But um, I didn't do any. I don't know why. I wasn't feeling too comfortable on some over-unders and a lot of spreads this weekend. So I didn't want to be dumb and um, just kind of throw them out there, you know. So yeah. I kind of had fun with it.
1: Yeah, still a lot of football ahead of you. So uh, oh, yeah. you, don't want to, uh, you don't want to press too much because you want to make sure that you uh, keep some money in your – you know, keep that balance up because yep, yep. Uh, there's a lot of football ahead of you. Exactly. So if you uh, if there's nothing you're that excited about, then just stay off it. Exactly. I'd rather um,
0: pick my bets um, intelligently and throw more money on them than uh, throw money on smaller bets and uh, just kind of hope and pray, you know. I want to at least feel like I have an edge or uh, throw early and um, feel good about it at least. Yeah. With that being said, uh, let's move into the games, shall we?
1: Yeah, Patriots Rams Thursday night. Uh, Rams won twenty four to three, like we talked yep. about. It was one of those games where it just it felt like the game was over. Yeah, like sixty seconds into it. Yeah, it, it, it was really just, did. uh It was one of the most n- uh, non stressful, relaxing covers in the world. If you had the Rams. Yeah, um, only
0: seven points in the second half, so a lot of it was uh, in the first half. But um, yeah, if you watch this one, it yeah, it wasn't really even close.
1: Yep, uh, Cam Akers heating up. He's making uh, any fantasy owners that hung on to him for, their, uh, for the most of the year are, are happy they yep. did.
0: 29 touches for 171 on the ground. It's mm-hmm. a good game.
1: Yep, against the Patriots defense, it's, uh, it's still been pretty good this year. So. Yep,
0: it looks like uh, Cam's luck of uh, not playing well but winning. Looks like his luck is over on that one. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: coming up, it might be a little different, but um, I'm glad the Rams kind of put a stop to that. Uh, Texans-Bears... Um, the Bears, this might blow your mind, the Bears have now scored 30 points in their last three games in a row. Really? Yeah. Holy 30 points shit. in their last three games in a row. So uh, it might be the Trubisky magic. He threw for 267 yeah. in three touchdowns. Um,
0: and we all saw the winning percentage um, stuff on we Twitter all saw that. We all saw it. I
1: think the Bears were probably – Trubisky was out to make a point because he knew that they'd show the graphic like – twenty times throughout yeah. the game. He that had that in his mind. he was drafted yeah. ahead of Mahomes oh, and yeah. uh in Watson. So Yeah, um, that was never close. Bears scored uh twenty three
0: points in the second quarter. Um this was a really bad beat on the over under though. Um there was thir- there were thirty seven points at half and there were only six points in the second half. And the um yeah. so if you had the uh the over it missed by three and a half points on a weak second half. But I mean Texans never really did much. Bears dominated this game through and through. Um Watson did have one touchdown, uh, twenty-one for thirty, but Mitch's numbers were better. And um, Montgomery had the he had the big eighty-yard run, mm-hmm. and um, so he had eleven for one hundred and thirteen on the ground. Um, Allen Robinson with another great game, nine catches for one hundred and twenty-three yards with a touchdown. So um, it's honestly the best the Bears have looked all year. Um, didn't you? Did you say this is the Harden High Rollers?
1: Did you guys have that? We game? were on Texans. That's tough. Yep. So we. Uh, That's really tough. We got smoked. There as a Vikings fan, I always—it's just fun to root against the Bears and <laughs> yeah. the Packers. So anytime that uh, I look up and we decide to to pick against the Bears or Packers, I love it because I'm <laughs> I'm gonna watch those games and root against yep. those two teams anyway. So, Good man. Good man. Uh, Cowboys and Bengals. Uh, Cowboys busting out with a big win. Yeah, uh, you know Dollar they're still hanging around, thirty to seven.
0: And the thing is, like, even though the score was lopsided here, the Bengals played. The most Bengals game. The Bengals led in, um, well, they had three fumbles, two of those being inside of the red zone. They had one turnover on downs inside the red zone. They gave up a fumble inside the red zone. One of those fumbles was an 80-yard fumble recovery by Alden Smith. They let The Bengals led in first downs, passing yards, and tied in rushing yards, but lost by 23.
1: Yeah. Well, you know when you're the Bengals and you're a pretty weak team, and the one really bright spot on your team is your quarterback and then your quarterback gets hurt and yeah. it's out the season. Um, you know, that pretty much packs it in for you for, <laughs> yep. the, uh, for yep. the year so. No freaking doubt. Um, taking a look at uh, Chiefs-Dolphins, um, I know there are a lot of people that, um, that were liking the Dolphins to maybe upset the Chiefs this week. I did. Um, I did. Right, and I know, I know there were a lot of people that were thinking yeah. that. And uh, it looked that way. If well, they were th- I, mean, I watched the game. Bit-
0: well, it was 30-10, to 10, and I was like, damn, like, you kind of knew. I was like, this is over. And I didn't even think the Dolphins were going to cover. Um, like, the, the Dolphins at the end, so they needed a field goal and a touchdown. It was a smart play that they kicked the field goal because it was shorter distance. So you need one or the other. Kick the field goal to make it cover, which was big. Um, but Mahomes – had, to, had some mistakes. Um, had three picks. Um, yeah, one of which was, you never
1: see. I mean, that's... Yeah,
0: one of them wasn't his fault, really. But the other two were pretty bad picks, to be honest. Um, I mean, he's... Okay, he still had... Tw- he was still 24 for 34 with about 400 yards in the air and two tutties. But still, um, every time he made a mistake, it seemed like the Dolphins kind of capitalized on it and um, um, made him pay a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. So um. I, was,
0: I was happy to see him cover, and everyone on Twitter was freaking out because... Um, when the cheese kicker, when Bucker hit that one, everyone was like, "Yes, they're going to cover." And then the Dolphins come right back and do it the same thing. Um, Kelsey had 136 yards, eight catches in a tutty. Um, Tua had a pick, and um, most of his most of his passes are short, from what I've seen, and um, which is fine, you know, he's learning. But his big receiver is uh, Gasecki, the tight end, mm-hmm. and had he had another really good game, and, and he separated his shoulder. Mm. So I don't know if he's going to have him. Um, this coming week or uh, in the next week. So that's yep. going to be interesting to see going forward. Um, but still, I mean, um, you got the arguably the best team um, in the league coming to your turf. And, uh, I mean, great teams cover. So they did that. Um, um, next game, what should we? Uh, do, do you want to go over the Vikings game? Uh,
1: yeah, let's take a look at <laughs> it. Um. Bucks 26, Vikings 14. Um, yeah here's what I'll say about the Vikings. Yep, take the three. Vikings um, have a lot of issues. I really think I don't I mean, I, I really lost hope for, for the Vikings this season, actually pretty early in the year because you know they, they had the horrible start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to remember the Vikings defense is decimated with injuries. They have lost so many players to injuries. They didn't have Kendrick, uh, you know this last week. They haven't had bar for most of the year. Daniil yep. Hunter's been out. Their defensive backfield was a little bit of a weak spot to start this year. Mm-hmm. And their whole defensive backfield, other than Harrison Smith, has been injured. Once they just get all of their guys healthy on defense, they're not that they weren't gonna have a great defense this year, but their defense is I mean, they are playing with guys that you never would have dreamed yep. would be starting for the Vikings yep. this year. So I think once they get their defense healthy next year, and then if they can add a couple pieces either through th- free agency or uh, you know or the draft, mm-hmm. I think between that and their offense, I think that next year you could look up and the Vikings will be a could be a really good team next year. And the
0: Vikings, the Vikings had what fourteen draft picks this year, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So that's fourteen You've got Vikings. a ton of draft that's picks.
0: Fourteen guys that are going to mature and get better yeah. and going to be. Even if they haven't contributed this year, they're probably going to make and contribute next year.
1: And they still need a they still need a couple more pieces on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of there is not it, you really can't name one. It, there is not a better wide receiver, wide receiver, running back trio in the NFL than Thielen, Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook. There's yeah. no team that has two wide receivers and a running back that that as a trio, are better than that trio. Very true. So um, I, I think mean, when their defense gets healthy, if they can add a couple more pieces on the offensive line, I think that next year they they should be a, a double-digit win team.
0: That that one or two offensive linemen would be the icing on the cake for their offense. Because, I mean, even this game, <laughs> with a good Bucks defense, um, Minnesota had ten more first downs than um, the Bucks. They had – all right, this, this is kind of crazy. I was just kind of flipping through the stats. The Vikings had 40 minutes of possession. The Bucks had 20. That is so lopsided. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also had more rushing yards, the Vikings did. Um,
1: Dalvin Cook was the first running back to rush for 100 yards against them. They kept showing the really? graphic um, in, in like 15 games or something like that. Goddamn. Um, so the last, one, the last person to rush for 100 yards against them was uh, Chris Carson. With the Seahawks, like midway through last year, no way. So that's a good
0: stat. Um,
1: yeah, I think um, I, I think that the Vikings, like I said, uh, it's one of those things where just get through the rest of this year. Uh, really need to have a good draft, mm-hmm. um, and a good offseason in terms of a free agency and everything. And did I think, they
0: uh did they trade away any picks, draft picks, draft capital this year, or do they still have them?
1: No, they still got him. I didn't know if they um,
0: um, acquired some last year and gave up some this year. Or
1: no, and, and they traded uh, They traded the defensive lineman that was playing really well for him. Um, oh, the guy from Jacksonville. I I can never pronounce Ever his seen, last name. Wait, no, no. Uh, they, they picked him up before the season. He only played a few games. Played well, but then they just traded him because they said, look, you know, you're not yeah. going to do us any good yeah. when we're this bad. Um, but um, – yeah, moving on. Uh, Broncos beat the Panthers 32-27 um, in Carolina. Um, Drew lock through for four touchdowns. Yeah, four
0: touchdowns. Um, there were seven receivers that had multiple catches, so he was spreading that thing out a little bit. 21-27 for, um, for 280. Mm-hmm. And um, Teddy didn't have the worst game either, uh, 30 for 40 with uh, 283 in the air. But um, – uh, Panthers kind of pounded the ball uh, on the ground for their touchdowns. Yeah, this was a good game. I didn't. Um, I was watching this one on Red Zone. <laughs> it just kept popping up. I didn't really pay attention to it um, specifically. But um, yeah,
1: a um, name that uh, that I haven't seen really this year. KJ Hamler, the rookie, yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know that him. he's a speedster. So uh, eighty-six yards. Caught two. Caught two passes. Scored two touchdowns.
0: Wow, that's. Uh, that's uh, wait. Who's the the Alabama receiver has like stupid stats? There's one of them,
1: Demonte Smith.
0: Well No, no. Was it? No, it wasn't Smith. It might have been Michi, with like his first like six catches for Alabama. Like oh, six of yeah. his first eight catches were like touchdowns, touchdowns or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. stupid like that.
1: Um. Titans uh, pounded the Jaguars thirty-one ten.
0: Yeah, that was holy shit. tractor Tositto tractor freaking baby. Two hundred fifteen
1: yards, <laughs> two touchdowns on twenty-six carries. He always now he's been pretty good for for this whole year, but it's he always at the all the way going back to when he was at Alabama at the end of the year when everyone else is starting to wear down a little bit. Mm-hmm. and uh, and everyone else is starting to lose their legs a little Mm -hmm. bit, he just gets stronger and stronger, and he like peaks at the end of the year, whereas everyone else is weaker at the end of the year. That's exactly what he did last year in the playoffs.
0: Exactly, and I didn't think – I thought this year I was like, wow, are people just going to beat up on him, and he's going to be tired by the playoffs? But he's done the opposite. He really has. Um, I don't know if you saw the uh, (laughs) – so – I didn't listen to the new Taylor Swift album, but have you seen the picture of the album? It's like her back in a field.
1: Yeah, with like the braided hair or or whatever that is.
0: Did you see someone put uh, Derrick Henry instead of her on it? (laughs) (laughs) And instead of the songs on the back, it had all the games in his rushing yards. That's pretty good. It was hilarious. That's good. It was very funny. Dana Hill just uh, managing and uh, not throwing picks. Uh, 19 for 24, uh, 212 in the air with two tutties um glennon started for the jags uh Minshew came in kind of a bolt a uh, slight bolt of electricity gave him a touchdown and uh he's going to start next week it looks like so uh good for him back in there but uh yeah titans uh, kind of manhandled him on this one
1: yeah that's a game uh you know if you're a jaguars fan you're pissed if they win because yeah. uh they're they're looking at the number two spot right now who <laughs> knows if the jets can pull one out Maybe they can sneak in there at number one. So
0: they had so much momentum going into the Raiders game, and at the Raiders game, you got to think if you're the if you're the Jets, you get so close to winning a game like that with zero wins, you tasted it, Mm -hmm. and it was gone like that. I don't think they're going to get close, man. I don't think they can.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they will now. The Raiders was really that game that they needed to win. Um, They looked; it was ugly against the Seahawks. Um, Seahawks
0: kind of back on track.
1: Yep, missed a couple kicks. Um,
0: Did you see uh, Sam Darnold's quote this week? No. He said that he wants to be a Jet for life. Oh. (laughs) Has anyone told him? (laughs) Does does he know? Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I know. So, Darnold's thinking, "Wow, Dar- he's got to win one game. He knows it. He's got to win a game, or he's done."
1: Yeah. So that, and that's the thing. Like you, you have to remember, like with these these NFL guys, they even though the organization, you know, maybe the 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 you know the the organization as a whole wants to tank or the fan base wants to take, mm-hmm. the players don't want to necessarily tank because they don't want. That team to go out yeah. and sign their replacement. Sam Darnold exactly. doesn't want them to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence at number one because then he's out of a job. So yeah. and um, not only
0: do you lose your job, but it's just embarrassing to say you went zero and sixteen.
1: Right. Those guys, you know, a lot of these players, they have their they have too big of egos. They're too competitive mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go out and lose games like that. And like I said, they don't want to lose their job by the team getting the number one pick and drafting. You know who, who, whatever position they draft someone that's your position, and now you're out of a job. So, um.
0: but honestly, all right, they bring in Trevor Lawrence. What other, what else do they have to help them around? You know, I yeah. mean, they have some nice receivers. They really do. But, um, but if you're looking at winning games. Uh, it's not looking great still. Yeah,
1: I agree, and that's why I think sometimes with teams it makes more sense to address other things before you address your quarterback because Absolutely. you can take a great quarterback and stick him on a terrible team in a terrible situation, and he's not going to look like a great quarterback.
0: I, okay, I just got to ask you this. I'm just going to plant this seed in your mind. I don't think it'll happen, but all right, let's say the Jets go 0-16, okay? Do they offer up a trade? See who wants it, see how much they can get for it.
1: Um, y- I mean, you'd think that they will definitely float the idea just to see what they could get for it. You have it. to entertain the idea. I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to it at all. Is doing, you know, it, it worked for the Dolphins when they would, you know, trade out of some of these picks and just collect picks for a couple years. And now look, you know, now they're a playoff team. Um, it worked for the Browns when the Browns did it for like three or four mm-hmm. years where they mm-hmm. just trade out of some of these picks and, yeah. uh, In collect picks, uh, if you could get a great deal, you know you get a you trade out of your number one pick and you pick up a a later first rounder, but then you also pick up a second rounder and maybe a couple later round picks. I don't think it's a bad idea. I I think it just depends on you. Just have to see what kind of offer you'd get. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But no, I, I really do not. I think that that's a bad idea when you're that bad.
0: Honestly, it's like it's like buying a beautiful sports car. When, when you don't have a house to live in, you know? It's yeah. Like, it's like, well, I, I'm buying something, but I, I, I need somewhere to live first. Exactly. You know, I need a defense. I need some some staples before I get this shiny new thing.
1: So tell me this. If Patrick Mahomes gets drafted by the, uh, by the Chicago Bears at oh number gosh. two that year instead of Trubisky, what is our opinion of Patrick Mahomes, do you think? I don't know. Well, I, see, I can't, think, I can't picture Patrick Mahomes without Andy Reid. See, I think that we would still say that like Mahomes is a is a good quarterback in Chicago, but I don't think we're talking about how he's maybe the best quarterback ever, like he is at Kansas City, yeah. um, because I think that, like I said, so much of quarterback success just depends on going to a good situation, being in a creative offense having pieces around you, yeah, and you can bring in a great quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, but if you don't have any of those other things, good luck. He's just going to get his brains beat in. Yeah, that's so true. Packers-Lions. Packers 31, Lions 24. Yeah, this Um, was a
0: shootout. Um, Every score was alternating. No no team scored uh, twice in a row.
1: um,
0: Back and forth, back and forth.
1: Does Rogers win the MVP this year? I think
0: so. I I I, uh, I put a future on him a few weeks ago. What'd you get, uh, dude? I got okay. So I got it at um, plus uh, four fifty. Mm. So his, his numbers and Patrick Mahomes numbers were are almost identical when I did this. Okay, they're almost identical. Rogers is plus four fifty, but Mahomes was minus three twenty. So at that point, I'm gonna throw where where the value is. Right. And. Um, I mean, yeah, like he's been great. Um, Chiefs have been playing, winning a lot of games. Um, Only got one loss, but Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have been freaking magical this year. So I I just think that's where the value was, and that's where I did it. I don't necessarily think – I think he will win it. I think he can. I don't think it's a lock whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um, See, that's why I asked because I actually – I like him to win the – to win the MVP is here I think I don't know it just feels like the story is there too you know he's the older guy that everyone thought was kind of maybe on his way out the door the Packers draft the quarterback Mm -hmm. in the first round and it makes you wonder well what's the future for Aaron Rodgers and then he goes out and he has one of his best seasons that he's had in the last several years Um, and I feel like it just kind of has the the right story to it yeah it really Um, does and so, yeah, I, I like Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP. Huh? And uh,
0: Adams had a great game, Devontae Adams, uh, seven for <laughs> 115 in a touchdown. But I was happy to see uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling have a great game. After the Colts game, I guess he was receiving some nasty freaking letters from people, like some nasty mm-hmm. letters from people. So he had a few really tough catches, six catches, 85 yards in a touchdown. I was happy to see that. Um, Stafford gets hurt, um, Got going for uh, – Going for a touchdown, he got bent, and I think it was something with his ribs. He was trying to stretch it out, and um, um, Chase Daniel had to come in for a few plays. Stafford came back in, but I don't know how healthy he is, to be honest. I think he's going to play this weekend, but um, that's something to look out for.
1: Talk to me about Saints-Eagles.
0: Okay. What a freaking game. I, I told you I did the um, – I had the uh, the halftime bet, the in-play bet, but um, – This was such a breath of fresh air for the Eagles, I really do think. And as much crap as people have been given um, Doug Peterson this year, um, I, I actually had a deep thought about this one last night. So, all right, let's go back two weeks, okay? Doug Peterson. Be in the mind of Doug Peterson, all right? You know that you have arguably the best defense coming to your place in two weeks, that being the Saints. So and everyone's asking you and questioning why you're still playing Wentz and not playing Hurts, right? But why would you play Hurts and give Sean Payton a two weeks in advance to plan for your scheme and everything? Why would you? Why would you? If you want to win, your back's against the wall, and the only chance you have to fire your team up to get to the playoffs is to win at home against them. I think it was a great move that he played Wentz and gave Hurts a few plays in the games. And then saved Hurts to start for this game. I mean, if you want to fire your guys up to get to the playoffs, which they still can, and you have a great team coming to your place and you want to fire your guys up, there's no reason that you should have gave up um, all of those, all that scheme and all those plays with Hurts weeks in advance when a good team could prepare for him. So I think he, I think he kept in the tank and it paid off. Hurts was great, never got sacked. And um, I don't know, I could see him, Kind of making a push. What would you think? About yeah,
1: that? we talked about that last week, how the Saints didn't have anything. You know, they were a little bit blind going into that game. Yeah. Because yeah. they knew Hurts was going to be the quarterback, but they didn't know what their offense was going to look like. Yep. You know, what their their play scheme and everything was going to be, um, which is hard when you're a defense and you don't know what to prepare for like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sanders ran for 115 yards. Um, Hertz ran for over 100 yards.. Yeah, so yeah. they had 200-yard rushers against the Saints defense that um, most people have considered to be the best defense in the league in the second half of the season. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting now. I mean, I don't know if, if what these next few weeks are going to look like, because I think with Hertz is each game, um, you, that's just that much more everyone gets to see of Hurts and see of their offense with Hurts. Yep. Um, But then, all right, the next three weeks they have,
0: Cardinals, Cowboys, football team, week mm -hmm. 17, okay? And they're still, the football team won this week, okay? So um, they're still down by two games. But the football team's um, schedule coming up, Seahawks, Seahawks this week, Panthers next week. So the Eagles need them to lose against Seahawks. Seahawks are hot. I think the Seahawks are going to beat them. Um, next week, Panthers. Panthers are a good team. That's going to be tough. So if the Eagles can beat the Cardinals, who have never, haven't been consistent all year, and then the Cowboys, who haven't been consistent all year, and the football team loses to the Seahawks and loses to the Panthers, we're looking at – and this is this is also if the Giants – Um, stay where they're at and don't win. But if that's what we're looking at, we're looking at a week 17 Washington football team Eagles game to go to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, Ben. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Yep. That would be, uh, that would be fun because the, the Washington football team is, uh, has been picking it up here a little bit lately too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. they got a 23, 15 win over the Niners.
0: Yeah, that was, a, that was a good win
1: for them. Um, Alex Smith threw for a whopping 57 yards. Yeah. But yeah. they did get the win. The defense for Washington is really tough. Um, but, uh, you know, over on the other side for San Fran, talk about all these r- rookie wide receivers mm-hmm. in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon IU caught 10 passes for 119 yards, had another good game. Dude,
0: he's – yeah, they're, this, um, as you just said, but this year the rookie receivers have been – this is – Within our lifetime, I think the best rookie class we've seen, receivers-wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and before the draft, it was hyped up as that. But what's been crazy is um, this year they've come out – Almost every single one of them mm-hmm. in their first year as a rookie, they've all looked like they're going to pan out. And they've other, all had an impact. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Rieger for the Eagles um, hasn't done as much. I know he's battled some injuries. Same yep. with uh, with Mims mm-hmm. up in mm-hmm. New York. I mean, one, he's at the Jets, but two. Uh, so who blames them? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. and he's battled some injuries too. But yeah. other than that, CeeDee Lamb, Chase Claypool, Justin Jefferson, yep. Brandon Ayuk, uh, LaVisca Chenault.
0: Everyone, dude. Everyone. Yeah, even Chenault for the Jags, who's been playing with three different quarterbacks all year. Yeah, he's, Jerry he's Judy,
1: um, you know, looks really promising. So, um, and, and, you know, what's his name uh, uh, with the Raiders? um uh, oh, Ruggs, Henry Ruggs. You yeah. know, he's probably been one. probably been at the bottom of that list, but uh, I still think that Henry Ruggs could turn out to be a really nice player. He's shown yeah, flashes. So. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. He's been catching a lot of deep balls. But, as you said, everyone's been doing um, – been making some kind of contribution up and down the board. Um, but, yeah, you mentioned Alex Smith. Alex Smith did get hurt. Um, so, Haskins came in and reappeared. Uh, went 7 for 12 with 51 yards. Um, I don't know what they're going to do going forward, to be honest. Um, I got to see if Smith's going to be is, – is he going to be ready for this week? Do we know?
1: Uh, I haven't seen yet.
0: Um, but either way, they um, it's, it's between those two right now. Um, McKissick had a good game on the ground. He had uh, – what 11 for 68 yards only 11 touches but had a few touchdowns um um and they got some tough games coming up washington does 49ers um this is a game they should have they should they really needed to win um Mullins did it look great 25 for 45 um did have a touchdown but also had a pick so um i don't know going forward i think um 49ers are finally going to go back home um, to their actual stadium. They're not going to have to play in uh, in Arizona anymore. So that's good for them, but I really don't see a lot um, coming the rest of the 49ers season. Uh,
1: another game uh, there in the afternoon, Chargers took down the Falcons 20-17. to 17. Wow. Herbert completed 36 of 44 passes uh, for 243 yards, a couple touchdowns, and an interception. Ah, uh, Justin Herbert, I think is really going to be a good pro in this league. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And if he doesn't have Anthony Lynn as a coach, I think, I think he even plays. Um, he's definitely has more wins under his belt if uh, he's not the coach, Anthony Lynn. But um, yeah, going forward, I think he is going to be very good. I, uh, I mean, I'm. You can't tell um, just from this year who's going to be better long term. But he's had a lot better than a year than Tua, even though he's played a few more games. But um.
1: Him and Burrow would have been a. I, I hope Burrow gets back to healthy because those two yeah. be yeah. coming in in the league at the same time um, would be a lot of fun to watch both of those two and you know see who sort of if either one of them separates himself but you know sort of see those two grow.
0: Yeah. This uh, this
1: game was um, <laughs> the two teams who are very identical to each other.
0: Love giving up games. The all right. The last. Did you see the last? Um, Four minutes to play. There was a tie. They were tied with four minutes to play, okay? Um, Matt Ryan throws a pick. Four minutes left. Chargers drive all the way down the field. They get to within, the, I think, the 30 or 20. Um, <laughs> and then Herbert throws a pick. And 20 seconds later, two plays later, Matt Ryan throws a pick, <laughs> gives it back to the Chargers. Go, um, Chargers go down, two more plays. And uh, kick it to win it. So, within the last four minutes, there were three picks. Apparently, no one wanted to win the game. They just kept giving each other chances. But uh, So, the, um, the Chargers um, tried to outlanta Atlanta, but Atlanta outlanded themselves.
1: Yeah. That's what I got out of that one. Or did the Chargers out-charger Atlanta?
0: <sighs> wow, that's a deep one. Man. Yeah,
1: you can play it either way. <laughs> um, all right, uh, give, us, give us your recap on Steelers' Bills.
0: Okay, well,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: This was frustrating, Ben. We watched this one together. Um, oh, my God. Okay, well, you can't have 17 rushing, 17 rushes for 47 rushing yards. They need to figure something out. Yes, James Conner is hurt. But the thing is, it's with the Steelers. All right, so they've been really slow. They haven't been fired up on offense. In the beginning of the game, they looked fired up, right? They looked like they had a sense of urgency. They were moving. But then they scored a touchdown first. And it looked like they relaxed. It they don't handle success well right now, it seems like. They get relaxed, and they think they're on top, and they think that they can relax a little bit, take their foot off the gas. The when they do that, they get predictable. And when they get predictable, then they go on three and outs. And when they go on three and outs, the defense is on the field
1: all game. They get tired. It felt like Buffalo had the ball that whole game. It did. And when you look at time possession, Buffalo had it for 35 minutes, and Pitt had it for 24 minutes. But watching the game, it didn't even feel like that. No, it, it felt like Pitt's defense was on the field the whole game. And Pitts got a good defense, but when they're out there all the time and they don't get any break, because Pitts going three and out, you know, a good offense and a, a good quarterback like Josh Allen is yeah. eventually going to start breaking down your defense. <sighs> yeah, um, and the uh, the Big
0: Ben pick six right before half really hurt.
1: That was that was. I think that really changed the the whole feel of the game was yep. the pick 6 right before half. Yeah, it did. It um did. if that if the guy just drops that pass or Big Ben throws it in the dirt, I think that might totally change. Yeah, cuz they were up at that point and that game.
0: um that really hurt, that killed the momentum and this was a game where they needed the momentum. Um even though the Steelers didn't play great at all, I'm not going to take it away from the Bills. Bills are a good team. Um going forward, um I think the Bills are getting dangerous coming into playoff time. I agree.
1: I agree. I don't. I would not want to face the Bills come playoff time. No, I wouldn't either. Um, you know, I in the playoffs. Uh, I think really the the favorite if Bills and Steelers plays. I think really to me might just depend on who's at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I could. I I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. I could still see the Steelers upsetting the Chiefs in the playoffs. I could still see the Bills upsetting the Chiefs in the playoffs. that gets
0: me excited that you said that. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think the Chiefs are the best team. It's not like they're unbeatable. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. there there are still a handful of teams that could play well and upset the Chiefs.
0: Each week, you can see weaknesses they have. And they had a weakness this week. Dolphins didn't play great, but they were still very beatable, and you can still see holes. It's Mm -hmm. not like they're – it's not – they Don't look as good as the Patriots did when the Patriots were what they were. You know, when the Patriots were winning, it was like, how do you beat this team? That's how you thought. That's how I felt. That's how everyone felt. But this team, even though Patrick Mahomes is awesome, offense is awesome, the defense has holes. So when you can score against them, that kind of gives you a little more hope. It really does. So anything anytime the Chiefs kind of slack a little about an offense, it kind of hurts them.
1: Uh, Monday night game. Holy shit. Uh... This I didn't know you hurt. were sweating
0: this one. That's so I, was tough. On
1: the, uh, I was on the Browns. Uh Baltimore uh put up 47 points, Beat the Bar- beat the Browns 47 42. Um Baker Mayfield played a good game, threw for yeah. 343 yeah. yards and a couple touchdowns. Really I did. did throw an interception. Um Nick Chubb's a stud. He's a beast, man. Um for...
0: line's a beast, but every time every time they make a hole, he he gets as much as he can out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Lamar Jackson ran for 124 yards and a couple mm-hmm. touchdowns. Um, threw for 163 and a touchdown. So, J.K. Uh, Dobbins
0: is beast too.
1: Yeah, J.K. Dobbins is going to be a good running. He didn't back.
0: have any long runs, but he has hard runs, and he finds a way to. Sometimes it may, it looked like he was going to get tackled behind the line of scrimmage, but then he finds a way to get three or four out of it. So sometimes those are even more impressive than busting off like a fifteener.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is a. Uh, I think he's going to be a really nice running back. They. Uh, I Watching some of the Ravens games at the beginning of the year, I thought they needed to start using him earlier mm-hmm. in the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've kind of slowly um, got out of using um, Ingram. Ingram, yep. And even Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has played great, but I mean, shit. Whenever you have uh, JK, even though he's a rookie, man, um, he's been great, and I think you got to keep feeding him the ball, especially now the playoffs are coming up and they're trying to get into the playoffs. Um, you got to give the ball to your best players, and you got to um, um, ride on them, and you can't count on um, people who haven't been playing good all year. All right, so the Browns get the ball with, what, a minute 52 left, I think, at the end, and the mm-hmm. Browns score. And you're pumped, right? You had to have been pumped. Did you Did you know it was uh, there was too much time on the clock?
1: Yeah, oh, with well, a minute 52, yeah. No, no, they, oh, I mean, the
0: Browns got the ball with a minute 52, but I think I think they scored, and there was, I think, a minute
1: Oh, yeah, left? you know, it It feels like there's always too much time on the clock because the NFL is so infatuated with with throwing on like the prevent defense like they always do yep, yep, that. Yep. It, it, and then the college teams do the same thing. But, um, you know, they there could be 20 seconds on the clock. They kick it off and they put on that defense. And, you know, you see you see it every week and a team completes. Boom, boom, boom. They complete four passes for 65 yards, Mm -hmm. and they're all the way down the field. I hate, hate, hate. it
0: drives me nuts. It freaking drives me nuts. In
1: any game that I'm in, um, at the end of the game, it always feels like there's too much time on the clock because teams are so in love with doing that and putting on that defense where they basically just don't play defense.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So – um, two yeah. more
0: games. Um, we'll go over this one quickly, though. Cardinals 26, Giants 7. Um, Giants after winning four in a row. And even before that, they, had a, they only lost a two to the Bucks, But then they come out, and they did absolutely nothing. They even had Danny Dimes back. Um, they had more return yards than they had rushing yards and passing yards. Um, as I said earlier, they killed my alternate spread parlay. But um, yeah, eight sacks. Three fumbles. They get absolutely blown out. Um, Danny Dimes goes 11 for 21 with 217. Kyler um, had a bit better game. Looked like his shoulders a little more healthy. Uh, 24 for 35, 244 and a touchdown. Um, But, yeah, Cardinals kind of steamrolled him on this one.
1: Yep, Hopkins had a good game.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. What, nine for 136? Yep. So, yeah, good for him. Um, Then the last game, Colts Raiders. Colts just freaking rolled and um, the bigger thing here for me was uh, Josh Jacobs because this was the first week of fantasy for a lot of people. And on his Instagram, on his Snapchat or Instagram, he said that um, he wasn't playing. But then an hour, hour and a half before the game, um, it came out that he was playing. And he didn't have the best fantasy numbers. But still, if I'm a fantasy owner and I hold him and I have him and um, I bank on him playing and the night before I'm thinking that he's out, you got to scramble. And I think that uh, I think that threw a lot of people off. And I thought it was kind of funny, but if I would have had him, I'd have been pissed.
1: Well, he only ran for forty nine yards, so if you wouldn't have played him, you still would have been okay.
0: Yeah, yeah um, but he caught uh, he he caught a few balls too. I think he. Um, oh, where it go? I think he had a decent amount. of – I think he had five or six catches. So I mean, it it, it was uh, you're probably missing out on twelve or thirteen points, but um, nothing big. So it's not like you're missing out on a huge game, but. Um, it was kind of funny that he was messing with people.
1: Yeah, so Jonathan Taylor played uh played well. Yeah, the the Colts, especially at the beginning of the game, their offensive line was just opening massive yep. holes. Yep. And that's when you knew, okay, the the Colts are gonna you, you know handle this one pretty well because when you're just gashing a team on the ground like that yep. and they just they just had no answer for it. And then when you just when you pound the ball down a team's throat like that it's three, four times, and then all of a it's sudden now you now you hit the play action and Philip Rivers you know yep. throws a pass to you know a ten yard pass to someone wide open and they turn it upfield for another fifteen yards. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, being yeah, able right. to run the ball like that opens up so much.
0: But yeah, but it's just so <laughs> like passing on someone is one thing. You know, I mean, you can make some adjustments. You can go from a man to zones onto zone a man. You can do some weird blitzes. But if you're just running the ball on someone, imposing your will, that is just so demoralizing. And mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor and Hakeem Hines, uh, one of the best one-two backs back combos in the league. Um, and with Quentin Nelson just leveling people all game, that's uh, not fun for the Raiders. Not fun at all. So um, that will conclude um, last week's games. We're going to go ahead and move into uh, – we also went through our bets. Um, let's talk some college football, Ben.
1: Yeah, a uh, huge week because we've got conference championships this week, yep. and the conference championships are totally going to uh, define what the uh, playoff looks like, uh, who gets in, and then what the seeds are. So looking at uh, some of these games, sort of as I'm, as I'm looking at it, um, really there, there's three games that are going to decide pretty much everything, and that is um, the Alabama – Florida game, SEC championship, yep. uh, Notre Dame, Clemson yep. in the uh, in the ACC championship, and then yep. Ohio State, Northwestern in the Big Ten championship. Um, so, sort of going through these um, as I'm going through some of these different scenarios, seeing what it would take for for certain teams to be to get into the playoff or or to get left out of the playoff. Go through. Them. Uh, Bama's in no matter what. Yeah. Uh, you know whether they win or lose, they're in. They're just, uh, you know, they're just playing for the one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they get beat to Florida, I think in almost every scenario I look at, they still get the two. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Bama yeah. wins and that game. Do you think
0: Florida's going to have enough in the tank after losing at no. home in the biggest
1: game of the year? No, yeah, no way. They, they don't have the motivation for that game anymore. I think Alabama yep. spanks them. Yep. Um, so, you know, if you say Bama wins there, um, the other game that I think is uh, – that I think is fairly predictable. I think Ohio State puts it on Northwestern because I think Ohio – One, I think Ohio State is just significantly better than Northwestern, but Uh two, um, Ohio State is going to want to put the style points on because they've played less games.
0: And I don't know if they will, man. Look what Indiana did to them, okay? And we've all heard about Northwestern's defense this year. If Northwestern can just pull their shit together and play like they did early on their defense – I will I will fast for three days in a row if Northwestern wins. That's how bad I want them to win.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know I, I, we may hold you to it, uh, but I just please do. W- watching Ohio State and watching Northwestern this year, I think Ohio State just has the athletes that are just has far superior speed athleticism than Northwestern, and I think that they are uh, Ohio State's going to show up with the intent of we are going to put it on Northwestern. Because, one, we want to win the game to to lock up the undefeated regular season. But, two, they want to put the style points on. They want to prove to people. They want to – exactly. They want to prove to people with the eye test. Yep. So because of that motivation, I think Ohio State wins that game. Yep. But um, the one that's, that's – I think that's still a little bit up in the air is Clemson, of course, is favored against Notre Dame. It's likely Clemson wins that game. But that's where things start to get... Uh... See,
0: this is... Yeah, you're right. This, people, people have been talking about this one. And they're like, oh, what if Notre Dame gets blown out? Like, and last game wasn't the best win for Notre Dame. Okay, well, look at it this way. Yes, last game, Trevor Lawrence wasn't playing. But their backup quarterback, even though he's a backup, he is without a doubt in the top, I would say, top 12, top 10 quarterbacks in the country. It just happens that he's a backup because he's behind the best quarterback in the country right now, that's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So we put that together, and you look at Notre Dame, who last game against Clemson, didn't have their best two receivers. They were both hurt. And they didn't have their best lineman. He was hurt. So when you look at it that way, and they still put up, what, 40-something points and win, yes, Trevor Lawrence makes a difference. But does he make a, a, a 10-point difference? No, not at all. Does, so
1: Yeah, and that's what, with this game, um, sort of like you touched on, Uwe Ugalile threw for – That was smooth. Yeah. That was nice. I've been practicing that. Good. Threw for 350 yards in that game. Yeah. So really missing Trevor Lawrence – don't get me wrong. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is the best player in college football. But missing Trevor Lawrence in that game did not really matter that much because Uwe Ugalile played so well that – it didn't really mean anything. So, I mean, I guess people that say, well, they didn't have Lawrence. If Uyugulele threw for 350 yards mm-hmm. and they put up 42 points, are you saying that Trevor Lawrence would have thrown for 600 yards? Exactly. Uh, like,
0: if you didn't watch the game, like, if, if, if you didn't watch the game and you heard people talk about it, you would have thought that Ugalele would have thrown for, like, eighty seven yards right. and completed like only half of his passes.
1: And if that were the case then, then, <laughs> exactly. it, then you know then they would be fine. But but that's what, what did that's matter what more think
0: when they hear people talk about it? Yeah. Because they're like, oh, he must not have played that great. No, he still threw for over 300 yards and he kind of balled out.
1: Now, when you look at it, uh, Clemson was missing one of their best defensive linemen. They yep. were missing their best linebacker. Yep. In that game, in the first match between Notre Dame and Clemson, missing those two players meant a lot more than it really ended up, you know, than them missing Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I agree. They're giving Notre Dame ten and a half points on Saturday. Points. I don't think that the linebacker and the defensive tackle m- make up an eleven point difference in that game. Um, so I feel like I think Notre Dame's pretty, being pretty disrespected with that spread. Do That's I so think different. Clemson is the better overall team than Notre Dame? Yes. Do I think they should be favored to win the game? Yes. Do I think that they should be favored by eleven points? No, do I think that Notre Dame can still beat Clemson? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just because Clemson is is the better team on paper doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they they win the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, look at the Florida LSU game. But so let's say let's say um, everything happens, all the predictable thing happens. Bama wins, Clemson wins, Ohio State wins. Um, then you've got Bama at number one. Mm-hmm. You've got Clemson at number two. Mm-hmm. I think. In that scenario, I, I really think then Notre Dame should be three and Ohio State should be four.
0: Holy shit! So that would be a third matchup between Clemson and Notre Dame in the semis. Right. So that. So oh. my next,
1: my my very next point was going to be. I think that if that were to happen, they will put Ohio State at three and Notre Dame at four. Just for
0: that reason, I think. So
1: that yeah. Notre Dame and Clemson don't play three times, <sighs> two of those games being back-to-back.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think I, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they do just for that sake. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some of these other scenarios, um, a couple things that would be kind of interesting, and you'd think, well, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. Let's say Alabama wins. Let's say Notre Dame upsets Clemson. Okay. Let's say Northwestern upsets Ohio State. You have Alabama undefeated, number one. Mm -hmm. You have Notre Dame undefeated, number two. Yep. Now I think that slides Texas A and M all the way up to number three because they're sitting at five right now. Yeah. So at that number four spot, you would have. You, the, the playoff committee's got a real decision because they say, okay. Two-loss Clemson. For the, exactly. You have two-loss Clemson. Both of their losses would be to number two Notre Dame. Yep. You would have Northwestern, who just beat Ohio State and won the Big Ten. One-loss Has team. one loss. You would have the Big 12 champion. You'd either have a two-loss Oklahoma Big 12 champion or a two-loss Iowa State Damn. Big 12 champion. So – of those three that I just mentioned, uh, who would get in i don't know I, I really don't know wow. how they would
0: because how much do you weigh a conference championship that's where it really what it is
1: at that mm-hmm. point you know? right, um or you know you, you i don't know if you were weighing
0: because not only would not only would Clemson have lost two games, but one of those losses would have been a conference championship game, Northwesterns would have been a win in a conference championship mm-hmm. game, um, but then you're looking at a and m who is not even going to be in the conference championship game, so mm-hmm. it, it's uh, that's a tough one.
1: So yeah, so that's where it gets uh, that's where it gets really tricky. Is if Bama can win, and then Notre Dame wins, and Northwestern wins you all of a sudden have a log jam there at number four of who gets in. Oh, I think wow. Bama's in regardless, whether they win or lose, Bama's in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Notre Dame is in regardless now, I do too. whether they win or lose. Um, it's just a matter of what their seed is going to be, because if you're Notre Dame, you want to win and get, and, and get that two seed, because yep. then you don't have to play Alabama the first game. <laughs> yep. Um,
0: yeah, that, that the worst thing for Notre Dame is if they do lose – you're either looking at a, a four seed playing Alabama one, like you said, mm-hmm. or I guess you're looking at Clemson third round or, or first round, third time matchup yeah. this year.
1: Notre Dame really benefited by Florida losing to LSU. Yes. Because the absolutely. way that until before that happened, the way that Notre Dame could have gotten left out of the playoff is if uh, Florida beats Alabama and Clemson beats Notre Dame Let's say Ohio State blows out Northwestern. Then you say, well, then the four are Florida, who won the SEC, mm-hmm. Bama, uh, Clemson, mm-hmm. and then you know they may put in Ohio State Ohio over State Notre Dame, yeah, that, but now yep. that Florida's totally out of the picture, a one-loss Notre Dame team with a loss to Clemson, even if it's a bad loss, that resume still beats any of the other remaining teams, so... Uh, they really benefited by by LSU getting that upset there because now they're in. I think regardless.
0: Yeah, that was big. Um
1: that was big. But it'll oh. be interesting. I've always said since they started the playoff back in 2014, I've thought the every year once the conference championships are played, there's a there's four pretty clear one, two, three, four seeds, and I think the committee has gotten it correct every year. They have. I think this year will probably be the same because. Um, I think Bama's going to win their game easy. I personally think Ohio State's going to win their game easy. I think Clemson wins um, and beats Notre Dame. And I, I think that's where, uh, yeah. that's, where you're, that's where you'll have those same four. Uh, you'll just rearrange the seeds. If Bama wins, Ohio State wins, and Notre Dame beats Clemson – that's where I think you have Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and then I think Texas A and M slips in at number four. So they could. Yeah. Texas A and M yep. is still very much alive. There's a lot of different scenarios where they can where they can slide in.
0: I think Clemson absolutely needs to win this game. I think they do.
1: Oh yeah, if Clemson loses this game, um, I think yeah they're pro- they're probably out. Yeah, unless they just get a really favorable, uh, a really favorable draw unless
0: you know? unless it's another overtime game like last time mm-hmm. then i think uh yeah
1: but that, that would yeah the problem with that is a and m sitting at 5 really has a strong resume they have mm-hmm. one loss mm-hmm. and their one loss was to alabama yep. the number 1 team in the country they have a couple good wins they have a uh, they beat florida um they beat georgia so they have two top 10 wins and they lost to the number one team in the country. Very true. Um, so they have got a pretty strong resume too, and I think that's why there's a lot of situations where they can slide in at number four.
0: Yeah, well, wow. that's a uh, it's a lot to process. But I I love thinking of the different uh, different shit that can happen, different games that yeah. can be won, and uh, different situations. It's fun to think about, man, and. Um, We'll know a lot more um, after this weekend. Obviously, it'll be a big one. Yeah, that, when does the uh, When's the final uh, decision? What day does that come So out? on
1: Sunday, they are going to, uh, they'll they come out with the four college football playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on Sunday, they'll also come out with all of the different bowl games. Uh, I think there's 36. There's a handful that got canceled, but there's still going to be like 36 bowl games this year. And they start... I believe the first one's on December 21st. I know there's there's not going to be
0: be as many bowl games here. We need to do a competition with bowl games.
1: Yeah, I I always get in the bowl game pools because, uh, you know, otherwise, well, of course, you can always bet on them. But uh, I I love having something, you know, there's nothing quite like on Christmas Eve there's a bowl Mm. game on. It's mm-hmm. the Hawaii Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and you get to sit down and watch, you <laughs> yeah. know, whoever it is. Yeah, I think yeah. this year it's Hawaii and Houston. They already said it, yeah. and uh, you know, sit down and have a rooting interest in it. Uh, there's something that that I always love about that. So
0: my mom always gets disappointed, you know, the family's together, and she's like, even on Christmas Eve and Christmas. I'm like, yeah, you know, it yeah. happens.
1: It shows. Uh, it shows you how far uh, Notre Dame's come over the last decade because I remember. I think it was 2008. Oh, God. Uh, Notre Dame on Christmas Eve. That night <laughs> they were playing in that Hawaii bowl, and they were playing Hawaii. Uh, Jimmy Clausen was the quarterback. Oh yeah. And, and Notre Dame was bad. They yeah. were not good. Yeah. But they beat an even worse Hawaii team. And uh, I went to bed on Christmas night just feeling like a hundred bucks because <laughs> Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame beat Hawaii oh, you know, on Christmas Eve in the Hawaii Bowl. so uh, Nothing but up from here. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, they've come a long way since then because uh, yep. I really thought that was really cool that they won that bowl game. The Hawaii Bowl, <laughs>
0: baby. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be great coming up um, Sunday. That'll be coming out and all the bowl games. Um, but... Um, what out of all of, just real quick out of those three games, what do you think? Um, who has the best chance of winning between um, Florida, Bama? Who has a better who has a better chance of an upset, or I shouldn't say upset? All right, do two games. I won't include the Notre Dame Clemson because Notre Dame's already won. Who's got a better chance of winning? Florida or Northwestern.
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I honestly I think Northwestern has the better chance of winning. Yeah. Uh, now, I think Florida is I, – I, I actually think Florida would probably beat Northwestern if they played them head-to-head. But Ohio State is not as good as Bama. Mm-hmm. Um, two, Northwestern is still pl- – I mean, Northwestern still has this very outside shot to get into the playoff. Yeah, yeah. So they still – so they're motivated to play. I don't think Florida will be motivated to play. No. And to top it all off, Alabama, the thing I will give them credit for – they virtually never have a letdown game. Yeah. No. They show up the great and teams
0: kill bad teams. That's what they do. When They've they, always
1: done it. Exactly. When Alabama plays bad teams, or even when they play average teams, mm-hmm. they kill them every time. To beat Alabama or to even play with Alabama, you have to be a top team in college football. Yeah. And that's why I just gotta be your
0: best. I just
1: have no faith that in a game like this, a team like Florida could go in there and upset them because Alabama just never has those letdown games.
0: Yeah, and I will say, um, even though I'm rooting for the Irish, I will say there is one clear best team in college football this year, and it's Alabama.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think Alabama is the best team in college football now. Even though I think they're without a doubt the best team and the most talented team, I think a team like Clemson. Now that's it, healthy. Now I think Clemson could upset Bama in any given game. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I think I think no, if Notre Dame played Alabama ten times, I think they could maybe beat them t- two out of ten times. Um, oh, so yeah. they still have an up an outside an outside chance to yeah. upset Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I still even think even a team like Ohio State I still think still has a a chance to upset them. So even though they're the best team, I don't think that they're unbeatable by any means. But um, I do agree with you that that this year they are clearly the number one team. They're the alpha dogs. They're the team to beat. Yep.
0: All right, we're going to transition into this week's NFL games. Um, Going over them pretty quick here, we got a first game, Chargers, Raiders. Um, Spread opens up at Raiders minus three and a half. That has moved to three. Um, 72% of the picks are on the Raiders this week. Over-under opened up at 55. That has moved down to 53.5 with 66% of the public on the over. Um, some trends here, and these kind of go together here, Ben. Chargers are 0-6 ATS in their last six, and the Raiders are 10-3 and ATS in their last 13 division games. Anything you like here?
1: Um. My first gut instinct was Raiders at home. Yeah, um, mine too, kind of. I feel like i got to do something last Thursday night game of the year. And I feel Always like, depressing yeah, when, you, I when you're sitting there and realize yeah. it's the last Thursday night game.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's the first feeling you get that the season's coming to an end.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's really sad. Yep.
0: Um, but with that being said, Chargers um, did just win, right? So since they got a win, I feel like they got a few weeks of losing coming up. I mean, they got their one win. Yeah, out of the way, probably they do, well,
1: probably do. Probably do. I think the Raiders are, are a little bit more motivated. Even though the Raiders have not looked good for like three weeks in a row, yeah. I still think they are more motivated than uh, than the Chargers. And they, they're at home. They play better at home.
0: They do. They do. They do. They do. All right. Um, next game, we got. Um, and we also have Saturday football.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it is, it is cool when they start playing the uh, the games on Saturdays. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, got yep. a couple of them this week.
0: Yep. So we got uh, Bills Broncos. Um, Opens up at Bills minus five and a half. That's moved to m- minus six with 69% of the public on the Bills. Over uh, over under opened up at 48. That has moved up to 50 with 62% of the public on the under. Um, and this is the only game that the public is on the under this week. Um, one trend here, the Bills are 19 and three straight up, and the last 22 is a favorite. Um, Bills are on a roll. Broncos are playing pretty good, too, um, playing well. I think this is actually going to be a pretty close game. I think the six is a lot of points. But um, after the Bills and what they did to the Steelers, I kind of see them uh, staying hot here.
1: Yeah, I like the Bills to cover the six. Um, Even though they're playing away at home – I'm sorry, they're playing away and Denver's (laughs) at home. Uh, On Sunday, it's still – it's 52 and sunny on that Sunday, mm. so I don't think weather's really going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Bills covering the six.
0: Yeah, and I know the Bills won't be in their red uniforms again, but I hope they are. I really like those.
1: Yeah, they need to use those more often. Yeah, they do. Um,
0: Panthers, Packers. Packers opened up at minus 7.5 favorites. That has moved to minus 8.5. 68% of the public is on the Packers. That over-under over, over under opened up at 50. That has moved to 51.5 um, with 72% of the picks being on the over um, I I think eight and a half's a lot to be honest.
1: I do too. Um, I'm not I'm, not I'm not that comfortable with. with uh with with Green Bay giving eight and a half. You know, if I take a team in the in the NFL that's trying to cover that big of a point spread, I want them playing someone like the Jets. I think Carolina is. Is good enough to cover that eight and a half against Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I do too. I do too. And they're coming off a tough loss to the Broncos and I think um and the Packers just had a tight one against the Lions. So uh and Teddy covers, Teddy two gloves. I think uh I think they come out here and um I'm I'm, I'm not gonna probably not gonna put any money on this one, but uh, I think I'm gonna watch this in game. I think this might be one of the games that I uh, pay attention to this week. I could see this going over it though.
1: Yeah. Even I though could the, too.
0: it has moved up, but um Packers defense, as everyone knows, is not great. Um, Panthers are going to put some points on the board one way or another. I think they're going to get Christian McCaffrey back too.
1: Mm-hmm. And even if they don't, uh, Mike Davis might be a good uh, might be a good fantasy play. Oh yeah! Against the yeah. Packers' de- run defense, it's not been very good.
0: Very true. Good point. Good point. Uh, moving on, we got the Bears Vikings. Here we go, Ben. Uh, Vikings opened up at minus six favorites. That has moved down to minus three and a half. Um, it's at a pick 'em. Um, with the, uh, the public um, and where the picks are at. Uh, over, over over under opened up at 47. that has moved down to 46 and a half with uh, pretty much split money on the over under. Um, only trend here is um, the under in the last 28 bears games are at 20 and 8. So even though they have, as you said scored 30 points in their last three games, um, what do you like here?
1: I like Minnesota again uh, because they're playing at home, but that's one that um, if I do anything with it, I'm going to wait. I mean, it's already moved down from six to three. That's a yeah. huge slide. That's a
0: big slide. Um,
1: so it might slide down even more. And if you could get Minnesota, you know, moving from three to two and a half is a huge move. Very big. Because now the field goal covers you at the, uh, so yep. if uh, if that goes down to two and a half, I'll be all over it.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I probably won't touch this one. I'll probably I'll watch it though, just uh, to so I know where your vitals are at and your heartbeats at. Um, and we know we got all the friends that are Bears fans. Um, also got some friends that are Vikings fans. So this one will just be fun for uh, the personal aspect. I think. Uh, moving on, Bucks Falcons um, bigger slide here. Bucks open up at minus one and a half. That has moved to minus six, um, with seventy percent of the public on the Bucks. Um, the over/under opened up at fifty-one and a half. That has moved down to fifty and a half, with uh, pretty much seventy percent on the over. Um, Falcons have kind of gotten back to their old ways, um, but I, I still don't trust the Bucks enough to. I mean, if if anything, I t- I would have taken the Bucks early. I don't know if I like the Bucks at minus six. I would have liked them at minus one and a half though.
1: Yeah, the Bucks make me a little bit nervous um, taking them when they're favored by these. Bigger point spreads. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel good, you know, that would be one that, that what I would do is maybe take the Bucks, either adjust the point spread down to maybe uh, three, two and a half, or just take a money line and put them in a parlay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. But I don't think I'm going to do anything with the Bucks minus six. I'm definitely not going to do anything with Falcons plus six. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. if I do anything, it'll be a uh, adjustment on the Bucks line, moving it down. I
0: like that. Like Next game, we got the Jags and the Ravens. Um, massive line. Ravens opened up at minus eleven. That has moved to minus thirteen with sixty-five percent of the public on the Ravens. Over/under opened up at forty-six. That has moved up to forty-seven and a half with seventy percent on the over. Um, think Ravens are going to keep rolling?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think the Jags have much fight left in them at this point. No. no. Um, Gardner's going to come in, I think, and. Just freaking
0: slings and balls around because he's wanting to stay out there. Yeah. You know, as a quarterback, but I don't think that's going to be enough at
1: all. Yeah, and the Ravens are running the ball really well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. think they take control of this game from the very start. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, uh, I think the Ravens are going to run all over them. You're right. Um, next game Patriots Dolphins. This will be an interesting game. Um, Dolphins are fighting for that last spot or one of the last spots um, to get to the playoffs. Um, Dolphins open, open, minus two and a half. That has moved to minus one and a half with 77% on the Dolphins. Uh, over under was it opened up at 44. That has moved down to 41 and a half. That's a small line um, with um, 58% of the public on the over. And um, Dolphins, best ATS team in the league this year, 10 and 3. Um, even though it's moved down, it. Um,
1: I like the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I like the Dolphins here too. Um, remember, these two teams played the first week of the season, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, the Patriots won that game twenty-one to eleven. Yep. Um, but the Dolphins are a different team than they were back then. I mean, they've got a different quarterback. They've they progressed as the season has gone on. Um, I like Miami to cover the two. No,
0: no, Gisecki, I don't think. But they'll have Parker, and I think he's going to have to rely on him more this game. Um. That that really does concern me, but for some reason I, I don't see um I don't see Cam haven Cam hasn't played well the last three weeks. I don't see that changing at any point this time. Um, Patriots are dead. They're not going anywhere. So they don't have a lot to play for. Um,
1: and two is Dolph- coming off a big game. Yeah, know? yeah, honestly. Might have some more confidence. Yeah,
0: and I think you know what, the Dolphins have been beaten up by the Patriots so much over the last few years. I think they're I think they really want this one.
1: Revenge game.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Lions, Titans. Um, Lion Titans opened up at minus eight and a half. That has moved to minus ten and a half. Consensus wise, that has been locked up. I can't see where the public's at on that. But it opened up at fifty one and a half. Do you do you have where that's at? I don't have. I don't have anything on that.
1: So I'm showing the Titans are giving eleven. Oh, that's moving further. Okay, just
0: from a few minutes ago, that's moved then. Um, opened up at fifty one and a half for the over under. What's that over under wise? You see that?
1: Um, I don't see an over, under, yeah, under. Mine
0: was locked up, too. I, I can't see anything for some reason. I, it, I don't think it's moved that much, though, to be honest, if I had to guess. If they're locking it up or – I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it would have. But if anything, I think it's moved up a little bit.
1: I think – in what I'm seeing right now, I think 11 is too high for that. Um, I like – I definitely like Detroit to cover that I do 11. too.
0: Well, if Stafford's playing.
1: If Stafford's playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what – um, I'm trying to figure out right now. I'll see if you know here within the last couple hours if anything else has come out about even it. Even
0: though, yeah, even though I love Chase Daniel, I uh, I think he's a great uh, career backup. I don't think he's necessarily gonna cover a spread, especially with uh, Tractor Cedo putting up. Going to put anywhere between 100 yards or 200 yards on the ground.
1: Yeah, that's what you fear. Um, if you take the Lions, is that the Titans will get out, you know, to that early lead, yep. and they'll just run the ball down their throat, and yep. they won't be able to stop it. And uh, and it
0: limits your possessions. Right, it limits too. your
1: possessions, limits the game. They totally take control of it. Yep. Um, but um, I would feel more, if I did anything with this game, I'd feel more comfortable with the Lions getting the points still because it's such a large spread. Um, than I would the Titans, you know, covering the eleven. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd agree. Um, Colts Texans. Op- Colts opened up at minus six and a half. That has moved to minus seven with sixty nine percent of the public on the Colts uh, over under. Opened up at fifty two. That has moved down to fifty one with sixty percent on the over. And um, the Colts have been so dominant at home against the Texans. Um, going back the last eighteen home games against the Texans, Colts are fifteen and three. And Colts coming off uh, a big win, scoring 44 points um, against the Raiders this last week, and the Texans doing absolutely nothing. Um, And with that um, trend, I think the Colts roll.
1: Yeah, I like the Colts here too. If the Texans couldn't stop the Bears from running the ball, they're definitely not going to be able to stop the Colts from running the ball. Yep. what I what I always try to tell myself with some of these games is don't overreact too much to the previous week. The Colts are coming off a pretty impressive win that's true. over the Raiders and the Texans coming off a horrible loss to the Bears. Yeah, bad. That being said... So you can't bank on them being that bad right, again, you know? Right, so I... But then again, who does Deshaun have to throw to? Yeah, I mean, good question. Yeah. And, and the Colts have a good defense. Um, and that's why I still think, you know... Even not trying to overreact to last week's games, I mm-hmm. still think that the Colts uh, are seven points better than the Texans in this game. Yeah,
0: I would think so. I would even – I would take this even at eight or eight or nine maybe.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one where you could actually adjust the point spread in the opposite way. And get plus money maybe. Right, adjust it up to nine and a half Ooh, and get that's a better ballsy, payout. but I like it. Yeah, um, so if, if you are uh, – If you're feeling lucky. (laughs) That would be a separate. I wouldn't
0: do anything with parlay on that. Um, 49ers, Cowboys. 49ers opened up at minus 2.5. That has moved to minus 3. 58% of the public is on the 49ers. um, Over, under, opened up at 45. That has moved up to 45.5 with 60% on the over. Uh,
1: What do you think? Uh what I'm about to say feels gross. Okay, do it. Um, do it. I think do I it. like the Cowboys there. Oh yeah. The Niners, I thought that the Niners were going to give a better late season push than they have. Yeah, yeah. Um I I just I think the Cowboys are going to go in and win that game. They're at home. Mm-hmm. Um the Niners have disappointed me
0: mm-hmm. these
1: last few weeks. Um it's probably a game that I should stay off because either pick just feels gross. But, um, again, if I had to go with one or the other right now, I'm leaning towards Dallas.
0: Yeah. The only thing I can think of here is Kyle Shanahan is very smart, and I think, you know what, he's going to use his multiple running backs, and I think he might – I think the 49ers are going to score points, I think. The only thing is, can the Cowboys keep up scoring points? I think yeah. that's what it's going to come down to. Um, with that being said, I think I kind of like the Niners here, but, um, I don't know if I do spread. I think, um, this, if, if I did, a, if I do a money line parlay, I would definitely, uh, I would definitely have, if I did a few of them, I would definitely have the 49ers in uh, multiple, if not all of those. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I don't know. It's just something I got, you know, even though they're not fighting for a lot, but, um, I just don't see, um, I look at it as Kyle Shanahan versus, um, versus uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy on the Cowboys' side. So <laughs> that's where I'm going with. Um, next game, we got Seahawks and Washington football team. Seahawks opened up at minus three. That has moved to minus five and a half. 53% of the of the public is on Seahawks. Over-under opened up at 44 and a half. That is uh, staying there. And it's pretty much 50-50 um, on the over-under where the public's at. Uh, a little more on the over. But um, as we said earlier, um, Alex Smith's hurt. Seahawks playing better. What do you think?
1: I would really like Washington in this game if they had Alex Smith. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. have. Uh, I I don't have much faith in Dwayne Haskins. I think the Seahawks are going to struggle with Washington's defense, um, but I just don't think Washington's offense is going to be able to score enough to keep this game competitive throughout the entire game. So uh, there, I like Wa- or I like Seattle uh, minus five and a half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I like that too. Seems Russ is kind of back into his uh, normal form, at least. If not back, um, at least um, getting there. Uh, Next game, we got the Eagles Cardinals. Cardinals open up at minus six and a half. That is staying at six and a half. Um, But this is the one game where um, the majority of the public is on the plus money, and that is the Eagles. Um, Over under opened up at 47 and a half. That has moved up to 49 and a half. 64% on the over. Um, I think Cliff Cliff Kingsbury sucks with complicated offenses. Um, let alone um, new offenses with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do I like the Eagles plus money here. Six and a half is a lot of points. Cardinals have been inconsistent all year. Eagles just had a huge win at home. They got a spark. Um, they got some games coming up where they have a chance to make the playoffs. I think the Eagles is the play here.
1: Yeah, the uh the Cardinals are just so all over the board this year and they're so inconsistent that um I like the Eagles in this game too. Good. Good man. Um I think the Eagles are gonna be able to run the ball against Ooh. the Cardinals. I think yeah. Jalen Hurts is gonna be able to run it and mm-hmm. I think uh mm-hmm. uh Sanders, the running back, is gonna have a good game too. I like that. Um I just I I've been burned this year on, on picking the Cardinals, especially when they're favorites. So uh yeah. I'm gonna ride with the Eagles on this.
0: Yeah, Cardinals haven't been uh, haven't been good to me either, so I'm not really gonna ride with them. All right, next game we got Jets Rams, and this is a huge line. Uh, opened up at 13 and a half, but moved to 17 and a half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sixty-six percent of the public is on the Rams. Um, over/under opened up at 44 and a half. That has moved down to 43 and a half. Fifty-seven um, percent on the over. Whoa! What do you like?
1: Rams are playing really well right yeah, now. Uh, yeah. Jets are coming off a horrible loss to the Seahawks. Um,
0: 17 and a half points.
1: It, it, and that's so much in the NFL. I mean, it's a you ton. you never see a no. or very I mean, you only see a couple games a year with spreads this big. Yeah. Um, it's at the Rams. So one thing to remember is uh, this is one of those situations where the Jets played in seattle last week yeah so it's an east coast team mm-hmm. traveled across the country yep. now back-to-back weeks they're traveling across the country to la again yep. but what you actually wonder is is the spread are, are people putting too much thought into that is yeah. the spread over Maybe. thinking the back-to-back week travels because uh that happens sometimes um but Oh, this is tough. This is tough. This is probably a game it's that I'm so going to stay off. It's so tempting to take the Jets, right? It is. right? and And I, I am a, uh, you know, I talk about this all the time. I hate, in the NFL, taking teams that are giving that many points, no yeah. matter who they're playing. Um, because it just, in the NFL, beating a team by 17 points in the NFL is yep. an ass-kicking. Yep. Um, so nice. I... It, that scares me, I, I, but at the same time, I, I just, it, it's I also a three can't.
0: possession game. That's so much.
1: Yeah, and I just have a really hard time taking the Jets right now, too. I mean,
0: the Rams haven't lost. I don't think they've lost at home, right? Uh, nope, I don't think so. Um, the Rams are going to beat them, I think. I think they're at least going to win by, like, even if this was eight, I'd take the Rams, I think. Nine, maybe ten. Um, but 17 and a half is asking a lot. And um, so I probably won't touch this one. Maybe though, if if I turn on the game, Rams score right away, and let's say the line moves to in game moves to minus twenty twenty two, and then the Jets get it and are moving the ball and that drops to twenty, I might take it. I don't know.
1: It could be kind of fun to pick the Jets, especially. Yeah. I mean, let's say you pick yeah. the Jets and you look up and at the end of the first quarter it's like seven to three,
0: and you're, thinking, and you're feeling maybe. really good. You're yeah. thinking maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: so. uh It would be more fun to be on the Jets than it would be on the Rams in this situation, I think.
0: And, uh, all right, next game, we got a big heavyweight battle coming up. Chiefs-Saints. Chiefs opened up minus three. It's staying there. 70% uh, the publics on the Chiefs. Opened up at 51, and that has moved to 51.5. 78% on the over, so people are banking on points here. People are banking on points. I like the under.
1: Yeah, um... I don't. I have a feeling that uh, I don't know how much I. I know the Chiefs' defense hasn't been great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much I trust uh, the Saints' offense to keep yeah. up with them.
0: To keep up the pace, yeah, yeah. I, agree.
1: Um, I like the Chiefs in this game. Um, I like them to win by more than three. Okay. Right. So I like them to cover that spread. Um, if Drew Brees were playing, it'd be a different story, but. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints are gonna have to are gonna have to air the ball out and they're gonna have to score with the Chiefs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't think know if they can really do that with Taysom Hill.
0: Yeah, can you go punch for punch with Taysom against Patrick Mahomes? That's probably a no. Um so I I yeah, I would if I had to take a spread, I would probably take the Chiefs. Um but I like the under because I think that Saints got embarrassed, right? Saints got embarrassed against the Eagles um at Eagles rookie quarterback just started you're arguably one of the best defenses and you get embarrassed um that being said I think they come out and I think they play one of their better games this year even though they've had some great games but I think they hang in there I don't think they win but I think it stays under that
1: yeah and one thing that could help it going under is the Saints their game plan might be to to try to run the ball and shorten the game as much as they can
0: could be could be. Um, I mean, they've been running Whether or not
1: they'll be successful with it, I don't know, but I think that's got to be their game plan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if they're successful with it, then you think that that game will go under. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, if they can have a couple long possessions and, and run the clock down. Yep,
0: yep, yep. I'd agree. All right, next game, Browns-Giants. Uh, Browns opened up minus three. That has moved to minus five. Um, 70% of the money is on the Browns. Opened up at 46 for the over-under. That has moved down to 44 and a half. Um 67% of the money is on the over and that is a low that's a low over under so I kind of like that especially with how much the Browns have been scoring right um and I I don't expect the Jets to just throw up an uh a one possession score like they did last game I think they're going to score a decent amount so that I like the over here I really do I think the Browns beat them um kind of handily but um what do you think
1: yeah, I think I like the Browns here too. Um, you know, Baker coming off a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Browns. I think to cover the five.
0: You like the Browns cover the five, or the? Or you like the Browns cover the five? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought you said Giants. My bad. Yeah, I kind of like that too. I do too. Probably not going to throw any on that. Um, maybe adjust that a little bit, but. Um, all right, and then the steelers Bengals. Do the Steelers play
1: Do the steelers play any games that aren't primetime games? I don't
0: – well, the thing is, they <laughs> – the last three weeks they have, but before that, the only primetime game they had was week one against the Giants. Um, that was the first game of the year. That was uh, – I think that was Thursday night of game. Um, so, I um, – it's just a shame that the Steelers didn't play on primetime when they were actually playing well. <laughs> now they're not playing well, and they're on primetime, and they're kind of getting yeah. Exposed they were supposed to play
1: on Thanksgiving too. Yeah, I
0: mean, I yep, yep. So that line opened up at Steelers minus eleven and a half. That's moved to minus twelve and a half. I'm gonna obviously uh, hedge my hap. Uh, maybe hedge my happiness here. 67 67- percent of the public is on the Steelers. This opened up at forty-one and a half. It has moved down to forty and a half with 58% of the public on the over trend here. Steelers under in the last 20 road games has hit 16 uh, to four. So in the last 20 road games, the unders hit 16 times. Um, It's such a low number, though. Um, And even though it could, it could just be an ugly freaking win again. And if the Steelers win, they clinch. Um, It'll be ugly. Yes, they played like dog shit the last few weeks, but – um, that'll be a little beacon of light going into the playoffs. I think. Um, I don't know what I like. What do you like?
1: You're always talking to me about how the Steelers play down to their competition. Yep. Um, they've had some mm-hmm. ugly games recently. Their offense, mm-hmm. to me, has just yeah, um, yeah. has not looked very good. So that my again, would say it's a soup sandwich. Yeah. That's what it's. Uh, <laughs> it just makes me. Uh, Gosh, the 12-and-a-half makes me nervous. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Um, the thing is, though, that Pittsburgh's defense is good enough, and, and the Bengals' offense now is bad enough to where, I mean, the Bengals might struggle to score double-digit points. Yeah, they really could. Um,
0: but they've scored single digits in the last three games, I believe, and it just hasn't. Um, so as ugly as it's been for them and as ugly as it's been for the Steelers, I mean, I still think the Steelers win. Uh, slightly handily here, I hope that the Steelers are just pissed off right now and they come out hot and they come out on Monday night win the division and um move into the last few games with uh, a little bit of confidence finally um anything any closing statements on the uh the games this week?
1: I don't think so, I don't think so uh. Like I said before, uh, enjoy the last Thursday night game of the yep, year, but uh, at it. the same time, these Saturday games will be fun. Yeah, I don't know how much of them I'll catch because I'll be watching college football on Saturday. But sure, uh, sure. but it always is cool when they uh, start playing those couple games on Saturdays. We'll have the
0: multiple screens going. We'll be uh, multiple screening up. Yeah, we'll be
1: uh, we'll be everywhere. All right, Ryan. Let's uh, let's get to the picks here. Let's get to our uh, all right. Our trivia word: uh, Where would he go to college? Our favorite game. Yep, yep. So uh, we're gonna uh, ask
0: each other uh, fifteen, right?
1: Yeah, uh, fifteen. So I'm gonna ask Ryan fifteen players from the AFC. Um, he's got to guess where they went to college. I'm gonna keep track, um, see how many he gets right. He's gonna ask me fifteen players from the NFC. Whoever gets uh, the most right wins. You get three uh, three hints. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. one. You get to use as a, a multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to, use, you get to uh, ask for one where you ask what conference the school is from. Yep. Uh, one where you get to uh, ask what the team colors were that they wore in college. Perfect. So uh, I'm going to start it. it off. I got my 15 right in front of you. All right, uh, all right, all right. These are all guys. I try to use all guys that, um, that are names that you know who they are. I did the same. Um, and I also tried to use guys that went to schools that are actually recognizable schools. I mean, there's no, like, totally wild, you know, school. These are all Division One schools. Okay. Right. So I'm going to start at the top. Start at the top. Uh, right. Derek Carr. Uh,
0: Derek Carr went to Fresno State.
1: Do you want, when I say do you want me to tell you if you got it right or wrong? Or, or do you want me to wait? I'll tell you. Okay, you got it. You yep. got it. Okay, okay. cool. Yep. one right for away. one. Yep. 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 Right. Uh, Nick Foles.
0: Uh, NARC Foles went to, oh, I know this. Um, okay. Okay. Arizona.
1: Took me a Correct. second. Correct. Correct. Two mind. for two. It came to my mind. Okay. Um, Austin Eckler.
0: Um, I, all right. When I was, I knew you were going to ask me this one. I was even looking <laughs> at it and I was like, okay, this would be one that Ben would ask. Um, did he go to like, okay, Colorado Western or something like that? State, you know, wh- wh- I have, hmm. I'm actually gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna use a multiple choice on this one. Okay, um,
1: I've got Oregon. Okay, UCLA. Okay, Western Colorado. Okay, Arizona.
0: Western, Colorado,
1: Western Colorado, Let's go. Okay. You said Colorado Western, and I was like, oh. Uh,
0: that wasn't enough to get it. All I right, mean, you're
1: three for three.
0: I know. I'm feeling pretty good, but I might take a dive here. Who knows?
1: Okay, uh, David Johnson.
0: Uh, fuck. Um, David Johnson went to Northern Iowa. Four for four. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, Keenan Allen. Uh. Cal. Five for five. Okay. All right. Brandon
0: Cooks. Uh, Oregon State. Correct. Yep. Devontae Parker. Um, where did Devontae Parker go? Mm. He went to... <clears throat> I'm not going to use a, I'm not going to use a, uh, a, uh, a hint.
1: He went to Penn State. Incorrect. Went to Louisville. Fuck. He was okay. Lamar Jackson.
0: Oh, a Lamar yep. Jackson's Damn. guy. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. What am I?
1: Five for six. You are uh, You're six for seven. Okay. All right. I, I can take that. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley went to SMU. Correct. Let's go. Jeez. Let's fucking. Go. I can't believe you're doing as well as you are. Okay, Darren Waller. Darren Waller,
0: Darren Waller went to, Darren Waller went to Georgia Tech. Correct. Let's go. Okay.
1: That's, man, that's demoralizing to me. When you think about it for like sixty seconds and yeah. then you come up with the right answer.
0: I know, I don't know, I don't know. It's just coming to me. It's this uh it's this blueberry blonde beer I got here.
1: Yeah. Mark Andrews.
0: Mark Andrews went
1: fuck. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's Baker Mayfield guy. Yep. Travis Kelsey.
0: Oh. Oh, he and his brother both went to Cincinnati. Correct.
1: Let's go. Stephon Gilmore.
0: Oh. Um. You know what? I feel bad because I actually went over this one with my dad and my brother earlier. He went to Western Alabama.
1: Incorrect. No way. Oh, that South was Tyreek Caroli- Hill. Fuck. South Carolina. Oh, oh that was Tyreek
0: Hill. That's
1: okay. Damn, my bad. Kyle Van Noy, linebacker.
0: Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was next to. In college, he was next to. Um, Fred Warner. No. Or, no,
1: Fred Warner was. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. No. I. 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 It's BYU. Okay. He was next to. Um. Um. Leighton Baines.
1: Ah. Uh, yep. Um. Okay. Two left. You are. Uh, you're twelve for uh you're twelve <laughs> for thirteen. I'm sorry, you're you're eleven for thirteen. Okay, okay. I man, I you have done a lot better. I thought I was really gonna stump you on some of these. Okay, Calais Campbell.
0: Uh Miami Miami, Florida. hmm
1: yep. Miami. Uh last one. Best kicker in the league, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Hook 'em horns, baby, went to Texas. Jesus. Thirteen for fifteen. Let's go. I really thought a couple of these that I would like I would totally stump you. For some reason, I did not know that Calais Campbell went to Miami. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> a couple of, like, Darren Waller at Georgia Tech. Dude, you Austin know, Eckler, you knew he went to Western Colorado?
0: Yeah, I, because, because he, at the same time, because um,
1: Philip Lindsay went to Colorado, and
0: those were the two guys that like out of the Colorado yeah. schools that you year. You didn't
1: even use your other two. You didn't even have to use the colors <laughs> or the conference. I feeling good, Ben. All right.
0: I didn't think I was going to get the Darren Waller one, too. I don't know how that came to me. You know how I remembered <laughs> it? It's because I remembered, what was it, a few weeks ago, I was like, I looked at, I, I don't know if I looked it up, but I remember he was in college, and he was part of the triple option, and I was like, damn, how do you find a great tight end in a triple option system? That was, how, that's what, that was my thought a few weeks ago, and um, so I kind of, and then. Because as of three, two, three years ago was when Paul Johnson was at Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and that's when they were still running the triple. All
1: so. right. Give me these 15. I can't imagine I'm going to get 13 of them. but
0: All right, Benny, here we go. We're going to start off with Cooper Cup.
1: Cooper Cup went to, I know this, as uh, a school out west. Yep. Uh, oh, Cooper Cup went to, I can remember when he was uh, – Getting drafted, so
0: give it a second. I, t- I, I took, you know, I took a look.
1: I'm gonna have because I, I, I gotta get this one right because I know it. Give me the multiple choice.
0: Okay, multiple choice. Um, Oregon State, Eastern Washington, Washington State,
1: Boise State. Oh man, I thought one of those was gonna jump out at me more. Uh, This – it was – was it Eastern Washington?
0: Correct. Eastern Washington. That a boy. I used one early too. Don't worry. Don't worry. Good one. Good one. Um, Next up, Tyler Lockett.
1: Oh, Tyler Lockett went to – again, gosh dang it. If I had multiple choice, I would be able to pick it out. Uh, (laughs) Tyler Lockett went to – how about
0: this? You can use three power ups. They, you can you can use multiple choice three different times if no, you want. No, no,
1: no. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Um, I'll go with. Uh, I heard you mentioned earlier. I'm going to go with Oregon State.
0: <clears throat>
1: Kansas State. Kansas State. Kansas
0: State. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good try. Good try. Good try. All right. Next one we have, as
1: you did, a kicker, Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold. Oh man, I'm just throwing out a uh, a shot in the dark here. I'm gonna say went to Auburn.
0: <sighs> Robbie Gold went to Penn State. Yep. that was a yep, yep, yep. total guess. Tough one. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Um, one for three here. Um, we're gonna move down. We got um, wide receiver for the Bucks, Scotty Miller.
1: Mm. I had never heard of Scotty Miller in my life until he started catching the long, like one, <laughs> he'd catch one pass a game. One for, pass a game, deep ball yeah. from Tom. Um, Scotty Miller went to God damn it. Nebraska.
0: Scotty Miller went to Bowling Green, uh, Max School, tough one. Um, wide receiver for the Panthers. I'm hammering some wide receiver here. DJ Moore. D.J. Moore,
1: Mississippi State.
0: Do you want to use a power-up, Ben? No. D.J. Moore went to Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Next to uh, Stephon Diggs in Maryland.
1: Uh, oh, Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, Blake Martinez, linebacker for the Giants. Uh, went to Stanford. Yes, he did. Good man. Um... Khalil Mack, linebacker for the Bears. Buffalo. Yep. Good job. Um, next, we have Dallas Goddard, tight end for the for. Ooh. Why did I put the Giants for the Eagles? Yeah.
1: Dallas Goddard. Um, give me a uh, what conference? Conference is Missouri Valley.
0: Hmm. If I told you who his quarterback was, that would absolutely give it away. Let's just say he won some, uh, some natties.
1: So he was, uh, he was at, uh, North Dakota State. Yes, he was. With Mr. Wentz. Yes, he was.
0: Um, I have a second kicker on here. Jake Elliott, kicker for the Eagles.
1: Yeah, Jake Elliott, um, uh, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Yep, Um. Yep, yep. So I'm going to guess a Big Ten school. uh, And I'm... No? No. It... You got it. I'm going to say that Jake Elliott went to... Uh... Oklahoma State. I have no idea. Jake Kelly went to Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Memphis.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, fullback for the Forty ers Kyle Uzcheck. Oh. Uh, Wisconsin. Well, Harvard. Not really too far off, you know. But yeah. Harvard. Oh
1: yeah, that's what I missed. Yep. Yep. Where am I at right now? I, I'm. I've got to be below five. You nine.
0: are one, two, three. You've gotten. Th- You are four for one, two, three, four, five.
1: Four for ten. Four for ten. Okay.
0: That's all right. We're moving along. We're moving. We're moving. All right.
1: I still got two lifelines. Yeah. Yeah. You got. Or I got one left.
0: Yep. You still got a power up left. All right. Leonard Floyd. Uh, Georgia. Yep. Good man. Will Disley.
1: Will Disley, South Carolina. Will Disley, Washington. Uh, Buddha Baker. Uh, Buddha Baker was... Uh, was Georgia also? Also Washington.
0: I went back-to-back Washington. Oh, was there
1: to I'm Baker from Georgia. Uh, um, there was a corner. Wasn't there from Georgia here recently? Where he got in a bunch of trouble.
0: Oh, was it Georgia?
1: I thought they had a, a good corner with the last name Baker.
0: Yeah, Buddha. I just
1: uh, yeah. That's I went back right. to
0: back. I went back to back. Uh, Washington's there. Yeah. To see if you got that one. Um, next one, Larry Fitzgerald. Pitts. Yes, sir. I always thought uh, him
1: leaving um, leaving Pittsburgh. He was and, on the uh, cover of uh, like NCAA two thousand six. Oh, was he? something yep, like yep, that? Yeah. Yep.
0: And then the last one, Michael Gallup.
1: Uh, well, give me his colors so that I use all my power ups. Um, Colors are green and gold. Green and gold. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, was he a, uh, a... <laughs> I don't know why this <laughs> popped into my head at Do first. It. With UAB. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as much as I wish that was the answer, no. Uh, Colorado State guy.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Colorado yep. State,
0: Mountain. the old Mountain West out there.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, you got five of them. Okay, that's all right. That's One, all out right One out of yeah, three.
1: One out of three. No, you got
0: six of them. You got six of them. Okay. Yeah.
1: Four, five, six. Yeah, yep. you toasted me
0: on this. I don't know. It was just kind of coming to me, Ben. I thought
1: I cut a couple up the sleeve, and uh, and you just drilled them. So
0: that's okay. That's okay. And that was uh, that was just a little something, you know, that we uh, we do to kind of challenge ourselves. I think we we're the the next little challenge we're going to do is um, we are going to we're going to have some. Let's do something with the bowl games you know you got to yeah. pick all the bowl games you got to pick a certain amount of spreads and see who can get the most all uh, right. i kind of like yep. that yeah
1: yeah we'll uh, we'll get something with the bowl games those will come out on sunday um always fun to get into a a pool with uh with some bowl game picks so. but yeah
0: if you uh if you had any uh interesting um college players and went to a weird college or something interesting that you would like to let us know reach us out uh on uh twitter or instagram
1: um Always trying to increase our knowledge of where NFL guys went to college. Yeah, love it.
0: Love going over it. Love learning about it. And um, But um, good luck on your bets and on your picks this week. And um, anything else, Ben? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Until next week.